The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. And how have uh, you been besides, uh, I don't know, listening to this podcast? Uh, no, it, it, good, 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 good. It's not, uh, it's not been my best okay. year, but it's certainly far from my worst. And, and uh, you know, family's happy and healthy, and, and that's what's most important, right? So uh, just busy running around. I'm bummed that I don't get to see them. You know, this will be the first year in... Gosh, I want to say 11 years that I haven't seen Pearl Jam or Eddie, you know, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was going to go out for um, for Ohana and uh, went on a fishing trip with my buddies instead. But it, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that at one point, you know, Saturday night I was I had pause <laughs> and be like, oh, man, I I missed it. I broke my streak. But uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people in the same boat. It's, you know, kind of uh, not your fault per se they just they you didn't have an opportunity really right how about yourself how are things been going oh been going okay the 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 uh the, the place i'd been working had uh decided to shut down so i was <laughs> looking for a job oh. for a while you you got that resolved uh yeah i get yeah I ha- I'm, I'm working somewhere now but it's it's uh okay. it's the real shit show <laughs> oh i'm sorry to hear that oh uh, that's all right so i was like oh okay well just been not looking for a job for two weeks or whatever it's simple to just you know kick it back into gear and just keep looking again but at least i have something right now so i'm not like uh floating out in the ether wondering what i'm gonna do just gonna try to try to hang in there while i'm while i'm doing that yeah even though it's it's hard (laughs) yeah no it's 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 an interesting market out there right now yeah especially like right now this time of year it's like everybody's like oh hey holiday temporary work yeah you want to do that want to do that it's like "Ah, i don't know i really want to get out of here but gotta pay the bills welcome to season three episode five of the better band podcast an all-encompassing trip through the pearl jam catalog i'm your host brandon palomo Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon and my guest today returning. We got Brett Bisconi here. How's it going, Brett? It's going great, Brandon. How are you doing? No, I'm doing good, and today we are kicking it in high gear. Right before we uh, flip the record over to side two, we're ending with whipping. song where he uh, takes an E and a G and an A and a G and then you just repeat it as much as you want and then you got this song yeah. and then uh, they, they debuted it at the uh, Slim's Cafe versus Debut Palooza and uh, held it off until uh, until Vitology so Brent what do you uh, is there what do you what do you get from this song from uh, from hearing it? I get a lot from this song. You know, one of the things that I went back and looked at, Brandon, was was how many times I've seen this song, and I didn't get to 
the they did something with the website and the the profile where they re, I guess they removed some of the things that we had uh, stored. And one of the things I had stored was was all my shows. So oh, no, I don't have. I think we talked about that one other time. I don't have uh, iPhone. I have oh, yeah, Android, yeah. and so I don't have that app. Right, and so uh, so I wasn't able to you know see exactly, but it, it did strike me out of 168 plays, um, you know, that it's a relatively small number of times that I've seen it. I was lucky enough to see it in Seattle last year. Uh, and it was pretty killer uh, show number two, but uh, it was weird to look at at that and see, you know, for how awesome it is and and how many times they did play it. I mean, 168 doesn't exactly scream rarity mm-hmm. um, that I just hadn't seen it that many times live. But I love this song. I, I get a lot out of it. I I think it's one of those songs. It's just such an Eddie song, like you said, and and I think it was one of those early songs that was an Eddie song where it was just kind of obvious and, and what he was saying. Uh, and and what he was trying to say and and pushing back and it is interesting that you mentioned that it was it was debuted at Slim's right as one of those early ones where it was done in '93 it was actually played before Versus even was released and and the, you know, then they held it off yeah. and so when you know when it actually got played after the album came out it was always Jack. Um, playing you know as part of the band instead of dave but to me this is a dave song mm-hmm. it's an ed and a dave song right and just with with the power and the drive and and uh another one of those i'm not one of the i think i mentioned this in the past so i'm not one of these guys that puts dave up on the pedestal but this is another one of those songs that they totally kicked ass with dave on um not that they didn't do well with jack and you know it's, it's just different he plays close to the kit and kind of a rolling style and and matt's kind of in between but dave just assaults the drums uh, especially coming you know back into the verses uh, uh, on this song, it's it's pretty awesome. It's driving, right? Yeah, one of the this is probably one of the songs that sticks out most to me with Dave's drumming is just how many cymbals <laughs> he just yeah. plays, and it's just he's got. I think he's got an open hi hat that he's just slamming through that whole thing, and it's just kind of like it. It gives a certain attitude a certain feeling to the song mm-hmm. that uh, i don't know it, it gets kind of at least to me if you're listening to the song on repeat trying to uh, do a podcast about it it gets a little annoying just because it's just that that high end just that that's just throughout the the whole song that i think when uh jack was playing it I think he tried to to mimic that a little bit, and then when Matt's when Matt does it, I think he's uh, playing close to the bell on a ride, so it's got a little bit. It doesn't have the from the 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 symbol ringing out. It's just kind of tink 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 a little bit, and that kind of it, it adds a little bit of a different uh, uh, attitude to it. But you know, and then yeah. Matt speeds it up too when he, when they're playing it, which which I don't think harms the song at all. Like maybe some of the other songs that people complain about, uh, them playing yeah, too they, fast. They line. definitely play faster. Yeah, no, as fast as they can go, really. I mean, I think that that, that fits, uh, for me as well. I, I think it's great. And I know one of the times in the, in the past we talked, we talked about, you know, my board name, F me in the brain and the, the associated song with, with fuck me in the brain being played mm-hmm. at Indio in 93, which of course was after, you know, Slims and, and the catalyst and, uh, Vegas and you know a number of places they they played this song uh, as part of their tour well before they were going to release it. But it, it was in going back and and kind of analyzing this in preparation of talking to you. One of the things that struck me was you know when when Ed says you know uh, and he sings you know I'm just like you. And 
And for me, that was a flashback to F me in the brain where, you know, they're, they're there and they're talking afterwards. And he's, you know, he's addressing some of the same themes with you think our love, you know, is so far above. And he starts saying, of course, fuck me like 10 times in a row. But then, you know, <laughs> I'm just like you. We're just like you. Right? And he's trying to, to find a way, which I think defined, if not the band, certainly Ed and, and what we were able to see from, from the public, you know, in that period, which was a, a way to recognize, you know, himself in, in this big storm of activity and attention and everything else and, and try to hold on to who he was and, and to have people realize that he's just a regular dude. And he said that, it, I'm sure you listened to the, you know, some of the, the YouTubes, I thought, I'm trying to think it was San Diego when he played it one of the very early times. And he came out and said, you know, I, I don't think you guys know this song, you know, but it's about, say something about i think exactly how he described it but it's about a beating you're taking a beating i think is what he said and and that's something that uh you know that i i've done or i'm familiar with and then they bust it out right i'll I'll mention it in the uh in in a couple uh in a couple episodes but this song i would always get kind of confused about where it fits into the uh, order of the album because satan's bed starts with a whip sound and you hear that it's like oh okay it's gonna be whipping oh wait Mm -hmm. no they already had that oh crap that's they, yeah. they could have done that and <laughs> i don't know if that'd make it too on the nose or <laughs> if that was uh something they they no I, I wonder so you're you're analyzing all the songs do you think that there's like, the correlation between what they're saying in both of these songs oh no i mean i'll never suck satan's dick i mean I'd, you know is he, <laughs> is he saying the same thing well, i'm not gonna kowtow to to what people want i mean i, I didn't go and analyze that song so well, like it's uh, kind of because maybe it's just my my because uh, my, where I am in my uh, in my life right now and uh, my uh, my work situation and stuff like that, I kind of get a little something out of this song that maybe you know isn't uh, isn't uh, what the song is was meant to be about, but I kind of like get something out of it. But um, mm-hmm. um, it kind of the whole album, my vitology seems a whole lot more going into the personal aspect at least lyrically of eddie and stuff like that and i think it debuting with uh verses like kind of being demoed with it as well and sort of being maybe possibly in consideration of it and there's a lot of more political sort of songs i think along uh in verses this might be a little bit of a of a holdover in that aspect of it i mean it's at Mm -hmm. least the in the liner notes of Vitology it could have a a political bent to it just because of the the lyrics are written down in a uh, a petition to um I was going to say George Clinton <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to to Bill Clinton about the uh the murder of uh Dr. David Gunn by uh anti an anti-choice uh, terrorist yeah. and sort of that sort of political aspect of it but it that doesn't really go into the song at least lyrically about what you could uh glean from it but i mean at least from the kind of words that are used in here and stuff i mean helmet raincoat bandage need a hand it kind of is all sort of like equipment sort of like uh work equipment ppe personal protection equipment sort of like worker if you're a worker or something like that and whipping you know you got a you got a boss you've got Mm. capitalism just sort of pushing you and you know don't worry about your safety you know you're you'll be okay just just work and go through it and it's it seems sort of like maybe a uh sort of workers anthem or you know a pro-union sort of you know let's 
you know, the bosses, they should have scars too. I mean, for what we're going through, you're pushing us like this. And I mean, we're going to, we're going to take you down too. I mean, there's, there's all the, the stuff going on in, uh, I don't know, at least right now as we're recording in, uh, in, uh, South America and riots and stuff like that going on. Yeah. Central America. Yeah. That, that, uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of shit going on. It's an interesting read on it. I, I didn't go there, you know, but I, I like what you said, Brandon, you said, you know, it could be influenced by, you know, some of the stuff I'm, I'm looking at with my own work life. And, and I kind of looked at it through, uh, Ed's eyes. And again, that, that versus sort of mentality of, you know, again, I'm just like you, you know, this is, uh, you guys are kind of throwing this all on me, you know, and, and, yeah. and he's, he's bloodied by it. That's what I read. You know, he doesn't need a helmet cause well, you know, he's already doing it out there. He doesn't need a raincoat. Again, he's already doing it out there. You know, he's taking the beating, you know, and, and there's too much. And, and one of the phrasings I love actually in the beginning, so don't need a bandage. There's too much and then blood after a while, even though if you were to look at how they have those lyrics written out, you know, some of those words stay on the lines before them, you know? And so it's one of those, again, like I said, just classic Ed songs, how he, how he kind of rolls that around. And then one of the things I noticed, and I wish I had the one, um, I don't have the recording, I probably should, of, you know, Slims in, in San Francisco when they debuted it. But when I found the earliest one I could find on YouTube was San Diego, and they actually had the, the verses swapped. So they opened with the same verse that they always do, but then they went to the, you know, the don't mean to push, but I'm being shoved and they, they closed it with don't need a hand. There's mm -hmm. always arms attached. So I wondered, you know, if they were tinkering with that, if that was, if that means anything. Or just more of him forgetting yeah. lyrics. <laughs> We've never seen him do that, right? No, not at all. Oh, no, he's, he's always immaculate. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I, I like your read on it. I think that that's, it's interesting. That's one of the beauties of uh, of songs like this, right? I mean, yeah. Plus, you know, he, he comes from sort of, you know, working class sort of background, yep. you know, working yep. uh, gas stations, you know, all the other stuff he did. I don't know if he worked construction or something like sure. that or if that was somebody else that I'm thinking of or something. But, you know, just seems sort of, you know, you're working with your hands and everything and you're kind of, you know, especially yeah. if you're kind of in and that sort of atmosphere of, you know, sort of, oh, you got to be manly. You're working with your hands, you know, uh, don't do that. You don't need, you know, you don't need to wear gloves. Uh, you know, that just, that takes too much time. You know, don't be, don't do the exact by the letter safe stuff. You know, let's just go get it done. And then, you know, you don't want to be like, oh, but maybe we should. It's like, oh, I'm going to give you shit about it. And like, okay, I'll go ahead. And, you know, you don't get hurt and kind of like, oh, okay. So maybe I don't need to be safe by the letter of what they say I should do. And then, you know, down the line, other people watch you and they start doing the same thing. And then somebody ends up, you know, getting their hand cut off, but you know, there's always arms attached or <laughs> well, that's how I see it. But. And again, that's the beauty of it. I could flip it around. He, he didn't want a hand. He doesn't want the help. He doesn't, he doesn't know who to trust because there's always strings and he's wary of strings. Yeah. And that, to me, the arms are the strings that are attached. There's always something else. Someone gives him a hand. It seems like they're helping him up, but there's the rest of the body attached to that. Right. And, and, uh, yeah, exactly. And I don't, you know, even rust, right? So it was one of those things when I was reading it, I'm just looking at it. So why must we trust all these rusted rails? So in this case, rust is a bad thing, right? Rust is, and you can read mm -hmm. it however you want, but it's certainly there's a distrust there and, and a skepticism from Ed as far as, you know, why the, the, the used rails, you know, the rusted rails are, are trusted. And then you can flash forward, uh, you know, to thumbing my way, you know, from Riot Act and, and it's the rusty signs rusted sign you know we ignore throughout our lives instead we go to the shiny ones 
and and that's used as a negative. So you've yeah. got rust in one spot being, you know, maybe there's a value there. There's the, you know, it, it's it's used. It's not commercial and shiny and whatever. We should we should give that a chance. And then the flip side is uh, with whipping, where it's 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 used in it's the traditional. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to fail you. <laughs> it, yeah, it could be that it's like you're saying it's going to fail. It's it's uh, you know why do we have to use this? Why shouldn't we have a rail that's better? You know why shouldn't we have a system yeah. that's better that that will protect us? Yeah, we don't want no change we already have. It's like, eh, psh, you got a perfectly good reel right there. It's fine. It's right. not, you know, falling off. Once it's falling <laughs> off, then we'll replace it, you know? Right. And to your point, the person falls to their death, but that's okay, right? They made their yeah. bucks. And- yeah, you just write it off, and then, you know, that's what they... That's why workers take out insurance on you, so that... Uh, or employers take out insurance on you, so they can, you know, do that, right? That could be. <laughs> that could be. You, you are, are you a baseball fan at all? Uh, no. <laughs> No. So do, have you seen the Pittsburgh uh, 2013 uh, version of Whipping where there's a, a, a um, guy named Jason Grilly I, that's up on stage jumping around the whole time with them? Um, that might have been one of the versions that I was kind of flipping through YouTube. I was trying, like, trying to see like if there was like a difference between the way that Dave and Jack and Matt mm-hmm. sort of played it. And that's where I kind of got the symbol thing from. But uh, that, that yeah. might, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I watched that one or not. It's it's cool to check out. I mean, it's, it's certainly that's a classic show. Um, but uh, 2013 was the Cubs weren't very good yet, right? We know Ed, Ed's a Cubs freak, mm-hmm. but we also know he's kind of a fanboy for for baseball players. You know, he's he's made friends with lots of them over the years, and it's really cool how he hooks up with them and stuff like that. And and uh, and in this video, he brings this guy who's nickname is grilled cheese uh, his name is jason grilly and he's like i don't even know he seems like he's six foot ten i know ed's not particularly tall but he looks like a giant standing next to ed and he looks like he's drunk as hell and he just he does what probably i would do if you know he looks like an idiot if he, <laughs> you know if ed was just like hey dude come up on stage and you know say hello and so he says a bunch of dumb things and then he plays air guitar and jumps around through the whole song it's it's really uh amusing and and goofy and it kind of looks like at the end that ed gives him his guitar um which would be really cool, cool. Uh, you know of, of ed as well but that's a that's one of those neat ones as i was looking through that i remembered uh seeing it's a cool cool version too watching it live and everything too it's I, I don't know how early or if it was just sort of always the way that they don't put the uh the first chorus in they just kind of just have a little instrumental thing and i don't know if it's because they thought it's like ah you know it gets the chorus gets too repetitive or something like that you know it's just whipping they're whipping it's you know two and then they go right into <laughs> two yeah. three words this is the whole chorus that they just re- that they just you know repeat yeah. over and over again is what the chorus is. Yeah, that's my and I reference it with Dave. But that's my favorite part of the song is is and I, I don't know I'm not a musician so I don't know exactly what you call that. But whenever they finish the chorus, that drum that goes into you know the next verse. Yeah, he just, and he just beats the hell out snare, of it. Snare, snare yeah. roll. Yeah, roll. Okay, yeah, the big roll coming yeah. into there is just uh, is pretty killer. I like that part. Yeah, and then the uh, later when Matt comes in, they have that like little sort of pause coming out of the uh going from into the uh the last mm-hmm. uh chorus there too where it's kind of yeah. you're going you're going stop and then you jump up in the air or something and hey. come back down and get yep. right back into it that's a little kind of cool change Boom. in there Yeah. 
I, I wondered too, one of the things that I, I realized when I was listening to it and, and I didn't go back and check all the songs, but the way that they stop abruptly is, is pretty cool too. You know, and they're, they're mm-hmm. just giving it hell and then it's over. And I, I don't know. I mean, you were a musician, right? So, or you are a musician, but you played in bands. I mean, is that something that's hard to do or is that something fun to do? Like, I mean, you're just rocking out and then you just stop. Um, I th- it just depends on the song. I think, I think with this mm-hmm. one, since it's such a, you know, under three minute song, you know, real punky. It's just sort of like it, it, it makes more of an impact if while you're playing, you just, you know, stop and everybody's kind of like, Ooh, you know, kind of, if you've been like, you're running a marathon and then yeah. all of a sudden you <laughs> run out of space and you're like, Oh crap. And you smash it into the wall and you're like, okay, wait, okay. What's going on now? What are we doing next? That's if you're running an indoor marathon, which I don't know uh, <laughs> why you would do that. <laughs> yeah. And then you run into a wall at the end. You've got a big house, or you're just running in a lot of circles. <laughs> yeah, maybe just run around the house and the kid a lot. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> yeah. Run down a hallway. Oh, there's the door. Okay, turn around. Uh, run down the hallway the next way. Oh, there's the other door. <laughs> Let's see. Is there uh Let me think. Uh... Well, song numbers, right? Isn't that something that you look um, at? So it's song number six. The sixth track, yes. Yeah. It's uh, like I said, it's right before you got to flip the record after this. And I think maybe that's part of it, too. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, stop. And then, you know, side one is uh, over. And, you know, then you got to, you got to, you got to flip it. It's kind of, they don't, they don't have many songs that end on a, uh, like a, uh, a fade out, really. So that's, I, I think that'd be kind of more a, uh, a side two sort of thing if you end on a fade out, like the end of a record end of an album if you're sort of fading out from it but i think if you're getting ready to flip the record it's like okay we stopped it's it's a definitive end get up flip it over it's also something that i think at least music wise it's it's a prime candidate for a jam yeah but like i said it's like nope this is a real over and done we're getting it through if they wanted to you know just jam on and on for days and probably uh people would be into it it's like yeah Mike just soloing like crazy or something. And... They would be into it, I think. It would tire the hell out of them, but that that yeah. would be uh, pretty cool. Yeah, how, do you do you pick up the pace from there? I mean, that's 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 pretty good. And and actually, you talk about flipping the record. I I know you you talk about all these songs, right? So Pry Two is next, mm. and for me, that could have probably gone with Foxy, you know, at the end or whatever. I mean, I'd, to have it go whipping into Corduroy would be awesome. You know, when I flip that record, mm. I, I want to hear Corduroy. I'm not good enough with the needle to, to nail Corduroy, or else I probably would. You know, if I'm in the uh, car and it's in my CD changer, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm just jumping one and going right into Corduroy. But yeah, that's uh, that's me. Corduroy is a fade in too, and I mean, and so is is Pry mm-hmm. too. So it's kind of you know you have an abrupt stop, and then you're kind yeah. of like, okay, here comes something. What is it? Yeah. Oh, what is this? Huh? What? Okay. And it just fades back out again. It's like, okay. And then you have the sort of little tiny bit of a, a fade in with the little introduction ish sort of riffing around from Corduroy. And probably, yeah, probably fits just fine like that too. Yeah. Maybe you were to skip it or whatever. Make your own mixtape and just leave it off or whatever. Yeah. A little tougher with the. The, the record to do that but certainly yeah, if you got the, the cd you can do that i look yeah. at the the other song sixes too so jeremy wma whipping like all you know gold star songs at least in my estimation you know whatever that's worth and then off he goes pilot thin air mm-hmm. uh, step below in personal opinion although i'd like those songs uh, i am mine wonderful song definitely one of the favorites parachutes are probably one of the only songs in the catalog i could say i strongly dislike i don't know what it is about parachutes but gets me and amongst the waves and 
I like that. Infallible. Uh, it's okay. So song six started out awesome, but I don't know. <laughs> if I look at the snapshot of 10, 10, you know, 10 albums and look at number six is, I, I, uh, I think whipping's right up there. <laughs> I think that's a, it's a hell of a song six. I like it. It's a, it's an odd place. I think in an album sequence, because it's sort of like getting towards like the dead center. So it's sort of like, okay, if you're, you know, if you only have a, uh, a single record or something like that, you know, you don't have a lot of long songs, you know, it's going to be right around the side. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the flip going to be right here or is it not? Or if you have uh, a little bit of a longer album or something like that, like I think uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, self-titled and maybe Riot Act or something like that or, or double records just because it's, you know, it's longer than, you know, 50 minutes or something like that. So they got to spit, they got to split it up on a, on a two vinyl. It's, that's probably yep. going to be either the end of the first side of the first record or the beginning of the first side of the second record, you know, where there's, you know, two or three songs on it before you got to get it over again. Yeah, I'd have to bust it out and look and see where song six lines up on those. But yeah, either way, killer song. Good, good action. Good to see live. One of the cool things about it, uh, so someone that I'm friends with on the board, she wanted to see it. We were going to, she's part of a group that, that I'm lucky enough to be you know, friends with. They're awesome people. And in 2016, we were meeting up in, I want to say we started in Philly. So we were doing Philly, then we were doing New York for, for both shows and both spots. And she was going on with a bunch of the others in the group to Toronto and maybe somewhere else. And, uh, and she really wanted to see Whipping. And so mm-hmm. she started a thread. I can't remember what she called it, but something, you know, whipping, please, or something like that. And so it was, you know, periodically everyone just sharing their favorite lyrics, sharing their favorite versions of the song. Unfortunately, when I went back and found it, I was revisiting it because I'm like, oh, there's going to be some killer versions here. A lot of the videos had been taken down, you know, whether it was by Pearl mm. Jam or the host, um, you know, pulled it or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it was, you know, it was cool that it was recognized as one of those songs that um, wasn't played all the time and was one that for whatever reason, for her she just she dug it you know she thought it was a great song and and wanted to rock out to it and then it we ended up getting it you know she ended up getting it and you know it could have been random hit or it could have been uh you know someone's reading there you see enough of these where people petition and ask for songs and they get them you know she had no sob story or any reason other than the song kicks ass and a whole bunch of people were agreeing and asking for it so uh we did get it at one of the the shows that we saw that tour which is kind of cool yeah. Do you, do you think it's like a uh, one of their secret weapons or something that, you know, you wouldn't ever get tired of hearing, you know, every show or something like that? Or it's a uh... Uh, I could hear yeah, it's the faster they play, the better. I'm not one of those people that complains about it. I'd, and I look at, you know, I really love, you know, Pearl Jam, obviously. I and mean, I love all their records. <laughs> but um, it, there's a reason why if I were to rank Riot Act as, you know, and, and binaural or, you know, lower part. I want to, I want to rock, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think we talked about coming into this, uh, you know, when we, when we first talked about porch was that I was a eighties metal guy. I mean, so I was, uh, I, I definitely like my rock and, and so, yeah, I could see this all the time, uh, and they could turn it up. They could jam on it. Like you said, they could do whatever they want. Um, I'm always happy to jump around for a couple minutes. I think it's great. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. Is there anything else you want? You got to gush about this? No, no. Uh, I'm enjoying what everyone's sharing about, uh, you know, a, as these uh, podcasts are, are starting to add up and you're you have more and more people uh, join in. You know, I, I hope that uh, I hope that we keep getting you know more of this because it's fun. And like I said, I, I love hearing what 
what other people think and, and what they're experiencing when they listen to this. And, and, uh, it's making it fun for me to go back and listen to the albums again and, and, uh, and track along with it. So it's cool. Keep it up. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Gives us all something to, something to do and focus on while we're waiting for whatever we're waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought the 10th of the month thing was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that on the boards, but everyone was just so sure that it was going to be something. And it's like, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, none of that stuff was based on anything. In fact, the few people that, that do consistently come up with things that seem to, to play out, they kind of shared that nothing was was happening right away. And so I'm not sure why people let yeah. it. But I understand, I guess, I'd, I should erase that. I'm not sure. People just want it, right? They, they want to celebrate and they want to have music. They probably want something to bitch about. You know, it's not going to be as great <laughs> as, as 10 or Versus or No Code or Vitalogy, but, you know, tough crap it's going to be awesome and and it's probably going to be accompanied by a tour right so that's yeah. certainly going to make me happy as i as i shared when we were talking earlier uh you know, it's the first year and i think 11 years that i'm doesn't look like i'm going to see either ed or the band and and that uh that needs to change next year i'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat and feel the same way so we're excited well thanks for coming on the show and uh probably talk later unless i get a whole bunch of more new people who want to start yeah. talking to me and then i gotta push old timers <laughs> like you out and <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to listen happy to do it happy to do it if you i don't know if you've had groups of people talking and as an idea uh but you know however however you think this can be fun and uh and something that you know other people will appreciate listening to and and uh, have a good time with uh, you know i can participate by listening or or by talking either way i'm happy to do it I, like i said I, I like what you're doing no thanks a lot I think I might uh, keep that compliment in the episode just uh, to stoke my ego. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You should. It's a lot Cut of work. That out. Yeah. Do you, do you, is there <laughs> anything you want to plug or point people to that think people should check out or anything or. And uh, probably not. I mean, just, uh, oh, okay. you know, keep, keep supporting the causes. I, I was uh, raising money on there recently and, and some of the people were awesome to, to try and participate and help. I was giving away some, t-shirts not giving away but I was selling them in the full donation they were going to the the organization and the event that i was raising money for so um, i love that the community will keep supporting that um you know and there's some mm -hmm. awesome people that do it all the time i just pop in every once in a while but you know keep supporting the community keep supporting one another be kind you know follow the one commandment don't be an asshole and it's a uh, it's towards the holidays too now so i mean if if uh you got you yeah. know Google, open up your Google and, you know, search like local food bank and money, money always helps them more than, uh, just giving them, you know, cans and stuff like that, because, you know, they get, they can get deals with that money that you, that they wouldn't be able to get, whether you just gave them food, they get deals where, you know, they can use that money and get a little bit more out of it than, uh, the normal people can. So that's always, I think something good to remember around this time of year. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great call out. Yeah. It, there's an organization called Food Bank for New York City, and and Dan Kind, one of the members on the board, had turned me onto it as a past New York City uh, resident. Um, and they, I bet it for Black Friday they'll mm -hmm. do it. So you know, if this comes up before that, that's great. Um, but right around the holidays, a lot of times they get these rich people in New York that for a day say, you know, I'll I'll match, or yeah. you know, me and my buddies will triple anything you you collect today. And so go to to foodbanknyc.org, sign up on their email updates, and you'll you'll be hit when that happens. It's not that you shouldn't give them $10 tomorrow, 
but that there'll be a couple of times, I promise, over the next couple of months where they send out something and saying everything we gather today, someone's going to double it. And so you can really, um, you know, you can really make an impact when you do things like that. So I think that's a wonderful call out and, and foodbanknyc.org is a, is a good site for that. Yeah. See, that's what we do here. It doesn't have to all be, you know, your own personal uh, social media or anything like that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ten ten dollars in a uh, in honor of Pearl Jam. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> if everyone did it, that would really add up. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 4.0 license. Please visit CreativeCommons.org or email ListenUpReno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from BetterBandPod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I am also on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Brett, and as always, this is Brandon saying, Hello, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such instructional videos as Mothballing Your Battleship and Dig Your Own Grave and Save. <laughs>